0: Welcome to the Menopause Lifestyle Solution Podcast hosted by Livia Francis. Each month I invite a discussion on a chosen topic within the menopause and today we have Sam Palmer. Now Sam Palmer has been in the menopause exercise side of things for a long time, I believe she has a nursing background as well, so she's going to give us a little bit of information about her background, what she's doing, where she wants to go and the message of the menopause.
1: Sam over to you. Thank you very much for inviting me Olivia, it's really nice of you. Um, yes, I've been in this world um, as a menopausal woman, um, myself probably for about four or five years. I've been in working with women for 20 years, so that's a lot of learning about how we, how we want to learn and how we want to work. Um, and yes, I trained as a nurse in London at King's College Hospital a long time ago, but I've still got my belt and my buckle, so still got that. Yeah, that's me. So,
0: tell us a little bit about your movement. Obviously, we're both from an exercise background. I'm very much resistance, weight training, into really body shaping, but you come from a balance and movement aspect of exercise. Yeah, I,
1: um, I've got, I come from Seven Oaks in Kent, and long story very, very short, um, 24 years ago, my brother was killed in a motorbike accident. He had just come back from the Gulf War, and he had just done the London Marathon. And after he died, I think the marathon was in the April, which it always is, and he died in the June. And I was written to by the uh, charity that he did the marathon for, saying, would you like to run in his memory? I had run a little bit at school, I was actually a sprinter, I'd done a bit of running, fiddled around with it, and I thought, yeah, okay, how, how, how hard can it be? <laughs> so I did the London Marathon, And I realized that there was nowhere for what I call normal women um, to go and learn to run. So I always thought of athletics clubs as, as full of terribly tall people with very, very short hair and very, very short shorts. And not many people who take up running look like that. And at that point, this is 20 odd years ago, not many people did recreational running. You were either in a running club or you were not there, you know, the park runs, the 5Ks, the Race for Life, so all of those things, they weren't available. So I thought, well, hang on, actually, if I was starting from scratch, how else is somebody else gonna start from scratch? So I started, while well, I was nursing, this little, little ladies club. Okay, jump forward 20 years, and we've got uh, 1,800 members or something like that. I wonder, the Running Cub Coach of the Year Award for the UK in 2014, um, for basically my work bringing women who are not really runners into running. Um, and it's been very successful. But 20 years on, some of my members are 20 years older. So they started in their 30s and they're now in their 50s. Mm. So what they need to keep them fit is very different from what they needed 20 years ago. As I'm sure you know, endurance exercise isn't something we should be encouraging women to do, unless you specifically want to run a marathon or something. It's the the type of exercise we need to do needs to be very different. And so about five years ago, I thought, well, actually there's, there's something in that, like I identified that there was nowhere for normal women to go and learn to run, I thought, well, who's who's coaching these perimenopausal or menopausal women how to get fit because they're still thinking about how they got fit when they were 20 or 30. And I said to these women, you know, if you're in a class where you and a 35-year-old male are in the same class, one of you's in the wrong place because one of you isn't being coached in the way that's best for you. Okay, I need to do something about this. So I... Went away and did some more qualifications and sort of actually pulled my nursing and my nursing skills back into this and thought, okay, so how can I work out something that gives these women the restorative stuff that they need, but they need the strength, as you, as you say, they need the strength, they need the suppleness, and and bring about something that gives them everything they need. So, I uh, launched the midlife makeover because I think that at our perimenopause and our menopause time it is a bit of a makeover isn't it it's a bit like okay so those clothes don't work anymore i'm gonna change those that makeup i've worn for years doesn't looks so good anymore either so let's have a bit of a revamp of that i'm not turning into an old lady i'm making over how i am i'm gonna look at my nutrition and my movement and my lifestyle choices and I, you know, I'm going to change all of those things so that I'm ready and equipped to live what could be another third of our lives post live. So, midlife makeover was born.
0: Oh, really interesting. So I suppose you come from an aspect. Is it similar to me with the menopause nutrition system? You know, I ended up in the menopause, not knowing where to turn, as a fitness professional, really suffering quite badly, thinking. That there must be so many women out there really struggling without the knowledge of exercise, and yeah, I totally agree with you, Sam. When it comes to exercise, we can't do what we did in our twenties and thirties at all, can we? And with uh, osteoporosis, you know, increasing menopause, a uh, drop in estrogen and progesterone, then um, we have to put more balance resistance the variety of exercise and also um what what are your thoughts on um cortisol reducing i.e not to stress the body too much under exercise to reduce the amount of cortisol being produced when they exercise what's what's your thinking on that
1: okay so i have and i'm quite well known for now saying there are seven different things that you need to think about with your exercise Uh you need to think about doing something that's making you smile because if it's not making you smile you shouldn't be there i'm too old to be in a class that's not making me smile admittedly if i've made you do one or two too many squats with the weights or something yeah that's not going to make you smile but generally you need to be pleased to be there you need to think about something that's making you strong you need to make have something that's making you sweat. Um, you need to do something that is sociable because if you're not engaging with other people, also you've got no reason to keep going. We we are sociable beings, but then you need to do something that makes you slow down. And I think perhaps as a runner myself, I didn't see the value. In yoga or Pilates or Tai Chi or any of these restorative things because that didn't identify on the fitness calories, burn, burn, burn. I'm marathon training. I couldn't work out why that was important, probably until about five years ago. And you're absolutely right. So I often say to people, because I mean I think we hear this the same over and over and over again, my stomach has got its own postcode. It's so enormous. (laughs) It's <laughs> It's got its own postcode. And people say, what do I do about it? And, and, the, and I say, well, we need to reduce our stress. I'm not stressed. i are so stressed. You to calm everything down. So, yes, you're absolutely right. The ability to calm down your cortisol levels with yoga, mindfulness, meditation. For me, a dog walk, because I haven't got one of those pulley dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be a bike ride or a swim. Whatever it is that brings you to a place of just calm is a really vital part of the seven types of movement that are so important and, and not a component that be missed, should be missed.
0: Yeah, so we're really looking about overall lifestyle factors, aren't we? And in this day and age, everybody's juggling. I mean, we're juggling life, aren't we? deadlines constantly even if you're not working you still have your family you've got deadlines there's stress in that respect so mindfulness is definitely a point that should be I think, you know, pushed pushed a lot really and when we, when
1: we speak I about think it's important um that everybody's talking about sleep at the moment mm. rest it's just as important as sleep yeah we need to rest And we are the sandwich generation. We're dealing with elderly parents. We're dealing with, you know, perhaps teenagers who have moved back home with all their flip flops and towels everywhere. Where's that all come from? And then some of my friends, 53 year old friends, had children really late. They're still doing play dates. On the one hand, you've got elderly parents who need your help. And then you've got these younger kids And then maybe you're at the busiest, most effective time of your work-life place as well. So you're juggling, as you say, all of this stuff, even if you don't identify with the fact that you're stressed. Mm.
0: stressed.
1: All the tabs are open in your brain. And just like our computer, we need to close it all down, don't we? And we're not very good at that.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good analogy, actually, closing it down and switching it off Mm. and you can time so important um, is there one last message you would like to share with everybody on this very brief podcast that we're collaborating on today
1: move over menopause move throughout your menopause just keep moving i went to a convent and the nuns told us when you go upstairs put all the things you need to take upstairs on the bottom step Okay, so when you go upstairs, you go up once and you take them all up at the same time. No, 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 no. You need to go up and down those stairs, up and down and up and down. So even if you're not thinking about going to exercise classes, look for ways to bring room movement in, not to reduce that movement. Park in the furthest part of the car park. Get off a bus stop earlier. Take the stairs, not the lift. Move over your menopause so there you go ladies move over your menopause
0: and if anyone is interested in following sam would you like to tell everybody your website and your handles on instagram
1: yes i am um sam Sam's midlife makeover on instagram and facebook and i also have a facebook secret page which i normally send people straight to from the public one because we don't want lurkers listening to our conversations even if those lurkers might be interested and want to share it i don't necessarily know they're the right lurkers so i have a public page on facebook and a public instagram page and then a private secret group as well and i'd love
0: to have you oh that's great thanks so much for your time sam and um remember to check sam's website out if she has one do you have a website as well
1: www.midlifemakeover.co.uk
0: there you go everybody. Thank you for joining us today and do remember to get in touch. Together we can really help to break the taboo around the menopause. This is Livia Francis, founder of the TheMenopauseLifestyleSolution.com A huge thank you for joining us in our quest to bring menopause really to the forefront of our minds and create that change. Do check out the hashtag MenopauseLifestyleSolution Remember the YouTube channel menopause lifestyle solution the same with instagram menopause lifestyle solution we are also on facebook we are also on podcast we are also on linkedin